0: <laughs> hey guys thanks for watching another episode on our channel you know who we are it's alan and jared but you know us as the ufo, UFO bros bro no we gotta say it together
1: the ufo, UFO bros, bros. Ah. the ufo bros I'll, we'll just edit that out later okay i'm proud to say we've finally reached 28 followers yeah so like and subscribe and if we hit 30 followers, we're gonna make a rad video for you guys.
0: Yeah, and Jared, tell our viewers what's going on today.
1: All right, you guys, it was just another normal night for Martha Codwell, or so it began. Her home sits beneath Roswell, New Mexico's notoriously active night sky, and what she saw that night will haunt her forever, and soon it'll haunt all of you guys.
0: (laughs) Martha saw a real UFO, and who does she call? The, the UFO, UFO Bros. Bros. She knows we're on our way to being amateur professionals in this business, and I've read like... Okay, so actually I watched a YouTube video on cryptozoology, which is pretty much the study of aliens.
1: Right, cool, cool. So... We're driving three hours to see her, and I can't wait to hear what it was like seeing a real UFO up close, up personal, with such a credible witness and she'll probably still be radioactive. Did you bring the foil suits,
0: bro? Dude, I told you, mom. foil suits, she's
1: radioactive. Mom didn't buy any more tin foil. She said it's bad for the environment. Uh, Bro, we're gonna have severe birth defects if we go up to that door without our foil suits maybe in california but we're already born so how are birth defects gonna be harmful to us bro if i develop a mutation and i grow a third line i know I... i know look
0: i didn't have enough foil for the suits but i still managed to get these strips of tin from the trash just here lick one side stick it to your forehead at least we'll have some protection over our brains
1: good idea all right quick dude grab the camera we're at martha's house I
0: can't believe we're about to talk to a real UFO. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I
1: know, I know. hello? Hey Martha, it's the UFO bros. The who? Dude, she has no idea who we are.
0: It's cool, man. We'll just edit that part out.
1: Well, my name is Alan. We spoke on the phone?
0: I I don't know an Alan. Are you friends with my nephew? He forgot my birthday. No.
1: No, ma'am. I I, I spoke to you last night about a
0: UFO sighting. Oh, yes! Come in, come in. Let me see here. Where did I put my cane? Dude, she's blind. She's not blind, man. She's why blind. would a UFO? Why would she call in a UFO sighting if she's blind, bro? This is mistake. This way, boys. Please refrain from petting my dog. He's a service dog, the best seeing eye dog I've ever had, too. Uh,
1: uh, ma'am, I don't mean to be rude, but are you blind?
0: Why, yes. I've been without sight my whole life.
1: Oh, hold on a second. We're here to talk about your amazing UFO encounter.
0: There's more than one way to see, boys. We're... we're over here. Oh. There's more than one way to see, boys. I could smell them. What? That unmistakable metallic object from another world. Oh, I could hear the green lights. The the purple lights, yes. I, I could feel the presence. The presence of what I thought were two beings at first, and then I licked the air a few more times and realized, there were fifty. Okay, Jared, let's get out of here. No, I mean a hundred. No, D- Two hundred yeah.
1: of them. All right, thanks, Martha. We'll we'll uh we'll spell ourselves out.
0: Wait, right, well, she is blind, bro. Let's Dude, get out of here. We're on Earth. <sighs> the Earthlings are gone, my friends. Beam me up. This planet is not habitable for our kind. <laughs> I guess if I had to choose one superpower,
1: it would be that I could put a whale inside of my pocket. I don't know if that means that that I have to have
0: a small whale, or a really big pocket, but it's my fantasy world, so I would just need to make that happen somehow.
1: Hello folks, I'm your host Dale Pollard. And I'm your co-host, Carl Pollard. And you're listening to The Bible's Not Boring. It's a podcast that's aimed at proving its name with each and every episode. I think I'll have what I'm having. Noise. Well, okay, guys, we've reached a beautiful wooded glen, but before we lounge in the shade or bask in the rays, I'd like you all to gather around. Yes, pilgrims, gather around. Gather. I believe my fellow guide, Carl, has a few things to say. Everyone say hi, Carl. Hi. Hi, Carl. Yes, hi. Um, let's see here. Greg, do you have that flute I whittled for you? would you mind playing a soulful tune so we can have a moment here? Pilgrim pilgrims pilgrims and Grims. Thank you for gathering around. First, I'd like to... Curtis, please don't slide. Up. Straighten up. Posture, Curtis. It's all about posture. Sit up. Thank you, please. Sorry! Okay, anyway, first of all, what in the world, guys? Raise your hands if it took you 30 minutes to make it through the corn maze. Alright, there's three of you. Okay, wow. Um, raise your hand if it took you three hours. Seriously, there are ten of you that raised your hand. Raise your hand if you're still lost in the corn maze. Well, that doesn't make sense, but Guys, I just need to clarify the rumors and whispers. I've been hearing around the camps. Some of you are saying the corn maze was made by aliens like a, a crop circle or something. Curtis, put your hand down. Save the questions for afterwards. I'm sorry. Look, just because it took you hours to to find your way out of the corn maze doesn't mean that it was made by aliens. Oh wow, Carl, I had no idea this is what you wanted to talk yeah, about. The of course. the pilgrims seemed to lack the vast amounts of knowledge we thought that they possessed. Uh, tisk, tisk, tisk. Shameful. What do you all have to say for yourselves? <sighs> what, Curtis?
0: It only took us so long because we were following you, Carl. We passed the exit like 13 yes. times. Yes, Carl. You know, yes. you know, mistake. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, passed no, 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 no.
1: That can't be. Oh, actually, yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. But it was a test. Oh, right. You can't we're just follow not. someone blindly. I was waiting to see how many of you would catch on and make your way. Oh, no, Carl, and, oh, come on, man. I... Greg, would you stop with the flute? The moment's over. You are all dismissed. Pluck berries, lounge in the shade, we'll pick up the trail in the morning. <sighs> they don't take constructive criticism, apparently. Well. That was embarrassing for everybody, well, Carl. I'll tell you what. So, yeah, anyways, it's pretty crazy. It's pretty cool. Let's see what this sounds like. You <coughs> <coughs> Thank you for listening to TBNB. It's been a minute, but my man Carl here is married now, and we're hoping to get back into a steady routine of dropping that sweet sap and nectar into your ear canals on the reg. You missed the wild? I miss the wild. Well, come in contact with any wild. In this episode, we'd appreciate it if you liked it and shared it with your friends on any and all social media platforms. <laughs> That's right. Suit up, pilgrims. Hit that cruise control and put your groovy shades on. Flip your hat on backwards. Roll down the window. Crank that volume up. And let's skip it at Brap Skat Skat. <sighs> <sighs> Or I'll tell me. Yes. Are there bees on Mars? Well, you know, uh, I can't remember the last time I've been to Mars, but uh mm. I'd venture to say yes. Okay. Well, that must explain why UFOs and ETs are all the buzz Ooh, right now. <laughs> buzz, buzz. Ooh, buzz. Someone give me my EpiPen. Buzz, Epi <laughs> <laughs> buzz, buzz. I tell buzz. you what, someone buzz, must be buzz. tuning their trombone in B minus. <laughs> <laughs> <Buzz, Buzz, laughs> not, not the best I've ever heard, but uh, solid B plus. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> buzz, buzz light year. Oh. I tell you what. Son, all these bee jokes are just giving me hives. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I see, I see Carl, Carl, I see what you did there. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Okay. In 2019, a hoax was made viral, and the military actually responded to hundreds of people claiming that they were going to storm Area 51. Ooh. Area 51? It's a military research base, and it's been subject to numerous alien conspiracies. It's pretty famous now. Yeah, it's right next to Area 52. <laughs> yep. All right. Okay. <laughs> you know, there's actually... There's a story you, you sent to me a while back on yeah. YouTube about this dude that broke onto Area fifty one. I don't know if it's true or not, but if so, it is pretty crazy. He recorded the whole thing and he was talking about like a dry lake bed that like opened up into this huge hangar doors and weird stuff lying in and out, took pictures of buildings. Crazy. Yeah, crazy. That, but yeah. you know, hearsay. 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 You say it? I don't know if I believe you said it. (laughs) Well, according to Live Science in a publication in 2018, Congress was pushing to spend another $10 Tax dollars. To search for ETs. And I'm not talking about enormous pterodactyls here, okay? Thanks for clarifying. (laughs) That doesn't include the millions already spent on programs like SETI, Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence. Don't they make coolers and stuff? SETI? mm, Yeah. It might be the same same company, (laughs) but I don't know. But these are large satellite dishes that are not for cable, I'll tell you that much. But they are built to scan space for radio waves from an advanced being or, how do you say, alien uh, race? Mm. Uh, it's not surprising that a number of Christians are now beginning to question if the Bible says anything about these ETs or UFOs. I mean, it's been a topic of fascination, especially, especially in our country. USA has the most uh, alien sightings, UFO sightings. That does not surprise yep. me at all. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there's a lot of different movies and TV shows being made about aliens and UFOs. And what's that um, uh, that one TV show about ancient aliens? ancient aliens no the, the one that's like it talks about like these real old like ancient aliens you know Ain't, like ancient aliens no that's not no. Uh, man i cannot think of the name I, I, i'll think of it later but you know you got like X-Files. x files yeah, yeah mr ballin on youtube you got star trek mm-hmm. uh, shark week no shark week <laughs> <laughs> Alien versus Predator movies. And then Mm. just, if you go on any streaming service, you will find about a a bunch of sci-fi movies about aliens that were all made, like, Like you know, with a budget of about $20 or so. Mm. Um, but it's it's all over the place, man, and the conspiracy theories are just too numerous to delve into. But you know, for kicks, here are some of the most wild alien conspiracy theories uh, that I could find on the World Wide Web. But well, don't forget what they say about the what they th- say about aliens in the Bible. They saying that you know they making stuff like the Ark of the Covenant. Okay, yeah, we well, start with those crazy conspiracies yeah, first, the Bi- they, they take the stuff in the Bible. And they say, it's aliens, UFOs. It's, it's just, it's easy. If you believe in aliens, it's easy to see evidence of them everywhere. So yeah, there's people Even in that, the Bible, yeah. They, mm. they believe that, um, that aliens caused the worldwide flood. Uh, they believe that they helped build the tower of Babel. The Ark of the Covenant was some kind of super weapon. Yeah, I mean, to advance yeah, ancient civilization. I've read civilization, all kinds man. of crazy stuff. And, and you know, they just get crazier every day, Carl? Uh, Ezekiel chapter one. A wheel within a wheel. Yeah. yeah. You go, oh, Ezekiel chapter 1 says wheel within a wheel. You know what that sounds like? Yeah, that's a UFO, that's a brother. UFO. Man, I was on the same thing. Paul's journey to Damascus. What do they say that, about that? That is, my favorite, that is my favorite outlandish yeah. biblical they say alien Acts conspiracy. Yeah, chapter 9. Yeah, when Paul's on the way to Damascus and he gets hit with that bright light. You know what they is. say about the, uh, aliens' abduction? He, he got abducted by aliens. So, that's what happened on the road to Damascus. All kinds of weird conspiracy theories yeah, all and around you, us. And it's what's so... Crazy about that one, especially in Acts chapter nine, is Paul's response to is, "Who are you, Lord?" And then he says, identifies. this." <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's like, "Yeah," he identifies himself, and he goes, "This is this is Jesus, who you've been persecuting." Now, they did not identify themselves as aliens, mm. but you, I mean, you got other. And they didn't come in peace that time. That's true. Okay. But, I mean, you got other crazy ones too outside the Bible as well. I mean, there's a lot of people that believe that world leaders are these shape-shifting reptoids. And when I say a lot of people, look, there's more than 10. And if there are more than 10 people in this world that believe that (laughs) these government leaders are uh, shape-shifting reptile aliens, that's Hmm. a lot. That's too many. That's that's 10 too many. Like like Dwight said, we need another plague. (laughs) Well, then you got you know the secret alien base on the dark side of the moon. That's that's actually one. Uh, some I've believe, heard that one before, actually. Yeah, yeah they, or they believe that you know the moon is hollow and a bunch of aliens live inside of it, just spying on us. Inside um, a big block of cheese, man. How does that work? Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> Mom, you can't Walls live in cheese. had it right, seriously. <laughs> and what about those people that believe in esoteric Hitlerism? <laughs> I've heard that one before. Not really. If you're old enough to use the word esoteric, you're too old to believe in this theory. <laughs> But basically, what they say is, at the end of the war, uh, Hitler escaped to the Arctic, and he's now in this underground fortress with a bunch of aliens, and they're waiting for the exact moment where they're going to reemerge and take back their power. It's it's ridiculous, and you know they, these these theories go back to you know you name a time in history, and you'll find a crazy alien conspiracy about it, uh, like uh, Franklin's lost expedition, it's this Arctic exploration voyage that happened in 1845 is let, led by a Captain Sir John Franklin. There's a conspiracy about this one, too. So on this expedition, they get trapped yeah. in the ice. And then at some point, they decide to leave the boat and go take their chances uh, in the great icy wilderness. And at mm. some point they get eaten by giant aliens or polar bears. Or, or polar I mean, bears. that seems a little more likely, doesn't it? Yeah. But if you believe in aliens, I mean, you're, you're going to believe in aliens. Yeah, right. you're going to find a way. Yeah. Well, in this episode of TBNB, we got a few questions we need to answer. And I believe you're going to help answer these questions, am I right? Yeah, let's let's go ahead and throw out the questions that we're aiming to answer in this episode because there's so much here. Um, we can't cover it all. We're not going to yeah. cover it all. I mean, space is a big place. Yeah, we're going to cover about four of them with a little maybe some subpoints here and there, a little mm-hmm. bit of info and facts thrown in there for you, there pilgrim. Yeah, first of all, does the Bible mention Aliens? Mm, people question that a lot, and yeah. they ask it too. Question number. <laughs> question number two. Can Carl speaking <laughs> Does the Bible leave room for the possibility of life existing elsewhere in the universe? Universe, universe, yeah. universe. Question number three. Could the aliens actually be God? Mm, is God an alien? Is God an alien? People actually... That's interesting. interesting. I, don't like, I don't like the phraseology of that question mm-hmm. at all because it sounds so disrespectful. But that is a question that people uh, will ask and also debate. And teach. They'll, they they mm-hmm. claim that that's actually what happened. And lastly, because of uh, maybe what you've heard in the news, uh, current goings on, uh, what about all those strange sightings? You know, what's all that about? How can we explain that? I mean, that, there's... Uh, you, Department of Defense got involved. We're gonna try and explain as best we can. Military pilots seen in these all these UFOs up in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. start with question number one, huh? All right. Does the Bible mention aliens? Some believe aliens and UFOs are wicked spiritual forces that are sent to undermine our belief in God. Now, Dell, I want you to do something real special here. Okay. I want you to play the part of someone that believes that the Bible talks about aliens. Oh, okay. Now, in Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 12, Oh, one of my favorite verses about aliens. It, it, it says, We don't wrestle against the flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers... Aliens. <laughs> ...over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Now, does that sound like aliens? Yes. Well, to a... <laughs> to the untrained eye, maybe. My eyes... To pretty- the... A uh, not so smart person. What? Hey, to the person that is just so <laughs> dumb. Oh. I mean, how could you, Dale? I mean, this is this is this is just first grade stuff. How do you see that in here? You, Girl, I mean, I, I can't believe it. I don't want to play this. Dale, one Dale, 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 Dale. You know, I don't believe this, this. is a mistake. You're taking. This You're a mistake. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, uh, people will take. <laughs> ephesians 6 12 and and try and say that it's talking about aliens the the war that we are in is against aliens but if you look at verse 11 paul is talking about the armor of god so that we can put it on as christians and stand against the schemes of the devil and then he goes into verse 12 and talks about the devil and the angels and his angels aka aliens no not (laughs) (laughs) but there's people that believe that the Bible mentions aliens because of some Bible versions uh, will translate foreigner as alien, and they read it and they go, "Ooh, aliens. They were aliens in a land. There was aliens in the land of Canaan as <laughs> aliens. But the bottom line, it's just a little bit of confusion about the, the way we translate foreigner in our Bibles. But Ezekiel chapter 1, verses 6 and 7, people will try and say that it is a description of an alien even though it's a description of a cherubim. In Ezekiel 1, 6 and 7, it says, But each had four faces, each of them had four wings, their legs were straight, and the soles of their feet were like the soles of a calf's foot. We all know what that looks like. <laughs> and they sparkled like burnished bronze. Now, it's talking about a cherubim, talking about a crazy uh, supernatural being, but it's not talking about aliens. And then there's Hebrews 13, too, entertaining angels. Mm-hmm. And they just take that and they say angel means alien, Entertaining aliens, you know, what's going on here? They're they, among us. Yeah, they're among us. They're here. They've arrived. Will we greet them? <laughs> might not have a choice. They might just suck you right up into their wheel within a wheel. <laughs> <laughs> so, does the Bible mention aliens? No, it doesn't. But in the words of Spock, it does teach you how to live long and prosper. Amen. Mm-hmm. You, just have to, you have to look at the original language, Carl. When yeah. you look at the original Klingon. Next question. Okay. Does the Bible leave room for the possibility of life existing elsewhere in the universe? Now, this is a very interesting question. Because it it may not mention it specifically, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't say anything about them not existing. Yeah, but what people have in mind are these intelligent beings that are able to craft wheels within the wheels and, you know, speak in different languages. Build UFOs. Yeah. Yeah. That's not going to be found. No. Uh, But... Think about Mariana's Trench. The pressure at Mariana Trench, the deepest point in the ocean, is 1,000 times greater than at sea level. And in this incredibly deep trench in the ocean, there is a geocache. There is a geocache. And there's jellyfish, an anglerfish or two, lobsters, octopi, microorganisms. And this is all at an extremely deep and very hard to live in conditions. And there's living organisms i want to introduce you to a, a little creature i like to call a tardigrade and so do so do scientists oh hello there uh, and they're colloquially known as uh, water bears or moss piglets <laughs> <laughs> they are a, a phylum don't ask me what that is of uh, it has eight legs segmented uh, in a, a little uh, a microorganism in 2007 Thousands of tardigrades, water bears, uh, moss piglets, were attached to a satellite, and they were blasted into space. After the satellite had returned to Earth, scientists examined the little moss piglets, and they had found that most of them survived. But not only that, some of the females even laid eggs in space, wow. and they were newly hatched young little moss piglets <laughs> on the satellite. So it's not just... Uh, that harsh- doesn't count, though. That is no. not finding life no, no, in no, space. No, no, no. So no, Justify that $10 million. All that proves is that tardigraves can survive in some pretty harsh conditions. I mean, they've been seen living in the harshest places on Earth. They've been discovered on top of uh, this mountain in the Himalayas. I forgot the name of it, but it's 19,000 feet up there or 18,000 feet up there. They've been found in Japanese hot springs. It's like boiling water at the bottom of the ocean in Antarctica so they can withstand huge amounts of radiation and heat and cold and extremes and frozen to almost absolute zero and still live and so leading scientists have estimated that there are millions of species that are yet to be discovered that could be just as tough as these little moss piglets (laughs) so if life can be found in such extreme areas on earth why not on another planet Hmm. i mean if you're able to send these little piglets into the air and come back and see if they're still alive. I mean, they, there could be life existing in space, but those little moss piglets aren't writing books. <laughs> they're not building little bicycles and little tiny little toy trains. <laughs> they're not building stuff. They're just kind of squirming around living. It's not intelligent. As you, as you look back in history, we, we see a trend, and that is when mankind develops technology. They discover things that they never knew existed before. And as it becomes yeah. more advanced, you discover even more. Uh, I mean, just think about Carl on on this laptop computer that we have right in front of us. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many tiny little monsters that we call germs are crawling all over this thing? Like I mean, 16 more. <sighs> think bigger. Tons of them all over the place. We didn't even know they existed for hundreds of years. I mean, God did tell us, gave us some he uh, Made some some little hints, little I would hints say. about the existence of germs, but yeah. he never used the word. But we invented the microscope, discovered that there were germs. Who's mm-hmm. to say that we you know don't invent some long distance spacecraft and discover Hubble telescope? Yeah, though, you know, you and know. we and we find some kind of living organism in the great vast expanse of space. Now, is that little organism going to be intelligent? Mm-mm. I'm going to tell you right now, no. It's not, and we're going to get into that in a minute. But first of all, the space program that we have spent tons of tax money on has found no evidence of life of any kind, not just unintelligent or intelligent, none of any kind. And scientists were so desperate to find life, they had to send their own life from Earth into space and back because they couldn't find their own in space. They sent moss piglets into the air because they couldn't find any (laughs) in space. So it's interesting to think about this uh, proposition. And it could be the case that there is unintelligent life, but to find intelligent species living in our universe, it just seems doubtful. Did you know, Dil, that there are approximately 200 billion stars in our universe? I did not. If you counted one number per second, an impossible feat, (laughs) For any human being, especially when it comes to the longer numbers, like 15, 16, uh, 500, (laughs) very hard. And the the longer you count, the longer the number gets. But if you counted each number and it only took one second for each number, it would take you 7,000 years to reach 200 billion. What? And so the question we got to ask, why did God create such a vast universe? Why did God create such a vast universe? Yeah, that's what I said. Why did he? Now, I believe it is to illustrate the uniqueness of man. The earth is at the center, so to speak, meaning that it was created and described in such detail. And we are given the book of Genesis and the creation of our world. And uh, the earth is God's footstool. Isaiah 66 and verse 1, this imagery is suggesting that God places an utmost importance on us. We are the center of of his attention. The crown of creation. Exactly. The crown jewel of And so earth is described as this uh, extremely important place for God. In fact, God became man and died here on earth. Not on Mars, not on Venus, not on Saturn, but on earth. And the son of man, God, God's son, will be a man forever and will always be known as the son of man. Revelation chapter one, verse 13. So if any extraterrestrial extraterrestrial races exist, it could never enjoy the same exact close relationship that God offers to man. Well this brings us to question number three. Is God an alien? A very strange question, but the same reasoning behind this can be used against the atheist who says that you can explain the origins of the universe simply by adding years and time to the equation. No, this doesn't work. Just because you add more time doesn't mean you add more science or evidence. Oh. And if you look at aliens as being the origin or the spark that started it all, you are basically using the alien in place of years. The alien is the wall, your safe place where you can stop and your mind can rest at ease knowing that you've discovered the origin of the universe. But the question has to be asked, who created the alien? John 4.24 says God is spirit, not an alien. He is supernatural, not natural. Hmm. Deuteronomy 32.40 says that uh, God has no beginning or end, so he is not physical, he is not an animal, he is not human. If we are so complex to require a creator, then wouldn't the aliens require one as well? Man, that that put a lid on that question. Hmm. Question number four. What about all the strange sightings? If the Bible doesn't mention aliens, if God isn't an alien, if we don't have any uh, proof that there is this life floating around in the universe, what about all these strange sightings that everyone's seeing? The Department of Defense established the Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon. This is from the Pentagon last year. The Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force was made to improve its understanding of and gain insight into the nature and origins of unidentified aerial phenomena the mission of the task force is to detect analyze and catalog unidentified aerial phenomena that could potentially pose a threat to the united states national security this is from the pentagon three days ago the new york times came out with this article entitled the U.S. has no explanation for unidentified objects and stops short of ruling out aliens. Mm-hmm. this article goes on to say, there's no evidence that any of the episodes involve secret American weapons programs, unknown technology from Russia or China, or extraterrestrial visitations. You heard that right. I mean, New York City alone has reported over 185 UFO sightings in the past 10 months. Wow, that's a lot of evidence for UFOs, but not aliens. I mean, Carl, if, if we were to go down to Walmart and grab us a twin size air mattress for $7.99. And then go to Party City and buy us a nice tank of helium. And then stop by the Home Depot and get some metallic spray paint. And then pick up that beaver on the side of the road that we've been eyeing. Okay, and put some sunglasses on it. Fill yeah, the mattress with the helium. Duct tape it to that mattress. and Spray then, it with the paint. And then put some clown face mask on that thing yeah. and then send it straight up in the air. I tell you what. What? Lacey Springs, Alabama, the UFO sightings would blow up through the roof. I mean, people see stuff all the time. 85 year old lady with bad eyesight, with a little monocle on, see a Walmart bag floating in the air. Mm-hmm. Guess what? UFO. 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 The brightest star, Sirius, often seen twinkling on those crazy nights, clear skies, is one of the most commonly reported UFO sighting, along with Venus, the brightest planet. So planets and stars, UFO. And then you got airplanes. People not familiar with the sky will mistake a distant airplane contrail, that is the little uh, white poof that comes out behind an airplane. I understand that. That's a scientific term, white poof. It's a plane. If you see something that looks like a plane, it's not a UFO, it's probably a, a plane. Wow, incredible! Well, and you've also got those uncommon auras. They're like the Northern Lights, but they don't always appear in a, a wavy line. In fact, patches shaped like flying saucers and blobs... UFO. Some, some, <laughs> they, sometimes they appear without warning anywhere in the sky, including New York. Mm. Uh, but they typically pulsate slowly and can become strikingly bright, uh, like an alien spacecraft. Sounds like a Stevie Wonder uh, alien movie. Stevie Wonder? Is that the... No. Um, Steven Spielberg. <laughs> Same thing. Sounds like one of those movies, but it's just another science thing that's happening. But, you know, lastly, you probably could just be looking at a balloon, my boy. Oh. Uh, weather balloons come in a variety of shapes and colors, and uh, they're either single little balloons or a cluster balloon, like an up. And they're frequently mistaken for UFOs as they creep across the sky gathering weather, data, or data, however you choose to pronounce that. Or information about the Earth so that they can inhabit it later after the extinction of mankind. That is exactly not true. The point is... Whatever you're seeing out there that looks crazy, there might be an explanation for it. And if there might be an explanation for it uh, that's logical and that it does not have to do with aliens, you don't want to base your entire uh, eternal destination on something like that, on a Walmart bag, on an 8th grade science project, any of those kind of things. I mean, just think about the times in your life, dear Bill, where your eyes have played a trick on you. I mean... You're driving down the road, and something appears in the woods, and for a second, man, you thought for sure, for sure there was a chupacabra having tea with a lady of England, for a a second. But but was it there? No, of course not. Hey, you remember Noodle Dog? No, Noodle Dog. We were driving next to a baseball field late at night, and I look in the rearview mirror of the car, and I see this lanky-looking, it looked like a wiener dog, but like 10 feet long noodling across the street just flopping around i whipped the car around drove back to that spot and i could see it off in the distance it had already climbed a fence crossed a baseball field and was on the other side i mean your eyes play tricks on you it was probably uh you know just a, a person rolling across a baseball field at 2 a.m that happens but, all the but time. did we start some tv show i based my entire life off of that. That this noodle dog. Okay, here's the thing. Man, it was a traumatizing experience. I looked in my rearview mirror and there was this noodle crossing the road. And I didn't go making an age. article about it or nothing. Yeah, no, it's just you can't base your entire belief system off of human eyesight, which is often flawed.
0: Shazam!
1: Bibbidi bibbidi bee. Bi. That's all, folks. Keep your ears perky for more quirky, my pilgrims. Keep your senses sizzling for more succulents, little squirrel. What? Wow.